Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book, not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's 1-866-348-7884. What does being a Christian have to do with buying a car? You're about to find out. Here's your host, Robbie Dillmore. You are going to be so glad you tuned in today because we have our first drawing in the Share Your Heavenly Heritage contest with two very blessed winners. I'm telling you, and you're going to hear a lot of these testimonies that have come in on this contest. And I'll tell you what, you will praise God with me when you begin to hear how God has worked in these folks' lives. One contestant today will win an energized day, day retreat for their pastor. Uh, done through Energized Ministries, Andy Bowersox and his team will take the pastor of their choice on an amazing adventure to help him re-energize. As we all know, our pastors are under so much attack. And then another lucky contestant will win $1,000 in travel vouchers from Pilgrim Tours for a trip for two to the Holy Land. That's $1,000 towards a trip for two to the Holy Land. And they have some very inexpensive trips. You can pick from any of them there with Pilgrim Tours. And both these testimonies, we're going to hear the actual testimonies today. And you are going to hear about how you, too, could be one of the heroes of the faith. I'm so excited about these drawings. These are amazing stories. And I called Mike Westwood, our Christian oil guy, uh, yesterday in San Antonio. And I was telling him about him, and he said, you know, Robbie, these folks that had the courage to write in with both their stories and their family stories, they're truly heroes, heroes of the faith. Well, that got me to thinking about automotive heroes. So today I'm going to share my automotive hero with you. You may be surprised on who that is and why that is. We're going to share that, and we are asking you to share your hero. It could be a hero of the faith, an automotive hero, or anyone that you think is a hero. We'd love to hear from you this morning, 866 888-7884 is the number to call in. Yes, this is a call-in show. With any automotive concern, maybe you've got a testimony you want to share, or we'd love to hear today about your automotive hero or any hero. 866-348-7884. And this being the fourth Saturday of the month, we do have Mike with us. Mike's our Christian oil guy out of San Antonio, Texas. Welcome, Mike. Good morning, Robbie. What a day for encouragement for all of us with these people telling their story. Oh, it's just going to be a glorious day. It yeah. reminds me of Psalm 23. You know, uh, we were studying it this week in BB, adult BBS, and uh, I particularly verse 4, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And there's a lot of comfort. Yeah, you're exactly right, Mike. There's a lot of comfort coming your way. We have dramatized one of these stories. We'll call it the the Crimson Waterfall. Uh, you're going to hear that coming up in just a minute, as well as many of these stories and why I think this automotive legend is a hero. We're going to hear about all that, but we need to hear from you. Who's your hero? 866-348-7884. Hi, I'm Robbie Dillmore, the Christian Car Guy. 35 years in retail automobile business, but more importantly, your brother in Christ. Uh, Christian Car Guy Show is changing the way people look at their cars. They need to be paid for, no debt, 
Watching people go into debt for 35 years in the car business is a heartbreaker. Believe me, I've lived through it. And cars need tender and loving care so you don't have to trade them so often. And they need a name like Old Red, like my truck. Think about it. You see old tractors. They've been out in the elements since the 40s. They're still running. Why do you think? Well, truth is, if you maintain a car, it lasts as long as you do. And cars need to be safe and driven safely. Wear your seatbelt. Phenomenal statistics that you will see that 20% of, I mean, excuse me, 80% of the fatalities in this country come from people not wearing their seatbelt. <laughs> so those folks are getting killed off, I'm afraid. So, man, I'm just telling you, and don't speed. If you're truly following Jesus, in other words, he was driving in the car ahead of you, would you really be blown by him? It's estimated Americans waste, and I've got these statistics on my website, 200 million gallons of gas a week on speeding. Americans waste that much gas, I'm telling you. We could have no oil crisis if people could just drive the speed limit. Again, this is a live show, so call us with any question. We'd love to hear your story. Who's your hero this morning? 866-348-7884. 34 truth and really, we want to get right to it. Here is one entry that we have in the contest that really is its a dramatized version. Uh, I will tell you, the voice on this particular dramatized version is my wife, Tammy. But you are going to just, believe me, love this um, testimony. Take a listen. I grew up in a Christian home and made a profession of faith at an early age. Then I began to doubt my salvation. Had I really done it right? As I grew older, I grew away from the Lord and lived a very rebellious lifestyle for several years. During that time, I really had doubts. How could I be a Christian and do some of the horrible things I was doing? Eventually, I came back to the Lord, but I was still struggling with the things in my past. How could God love me after all of that? Then came the time when everything was going wrong. My mother passed away. I was laid off from the job I had worked at and loved for 12 years. On top of that, my husband and I were having problems in our marriage. As I lay in bed one night, it all came crashing in. I was totally and completely at the end of myself. I had nowhere to turn except to God, so I cried out to Him. And He showed up. He showed me a waterfall, a crimson waterfall. I knew it was the blood of Jesus. All I had to do was believe and walk through it to be fully forgiven of my sin. I cannot describe the peace that was given to me on that night. I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that I had accepted Jesus into my heart and that his blood, the crimson waterfall, had washed away all my sin. I lay in bed with my hands raised to heaven, praising him for his wonderful salvation. I knew in that moment that I was so pure from sin, so clean in his sight, that he would give me whatever I asked for in that moment. I asked for a glimpse of heaven. God gave me one. I saw my sweet mother's face. I know that heaven is real. I know I am going there. I know I will see my mom again. Since that night, there's never been a doubt in my mind about my salvation. God loves me. He loves you. Jesus died so that we could be with him in heaven. There is nothing sweeter than the peace that Jesus gives. If you can <laughs> if you can listen to that and not be changed, I don't know what to say. That I should say that was the voice of my wife who was dramatizing it. The the testimony came in as one of our contestants, Melinda 
Willis, um, just an amazing testimony, as well as several other testimonies, which, by the way, are all there at ChristianCarGuy.com. This is all part of the Share Your Heavenly Heritage Contest. We got drawings going on now through the end of August. The first one is today. All you have to do is write out your testimony. Go to ChristianCarGuy.com and post it there. It's 200 words or more, and you get an entry for yours. But guess what? We want your grandparents Everybody that you add in your family, you get more entries into the drawings, which, again, we're going to have those drawings. Uh, well, we've had the drawings. We're going to tell you who the winners are a little later in the show today. Some amazing, amazing stuff all there at ChristianCarGuy.com. we got Dave in southern Indiana. He's got a hero for us. Dave, thank you for holding on, buddy. What you got for us? Oh, my goodness. I, I got several different heroes, so just tell me to shut up when you're tired of hearing it from me. <laughs> <laughs> I will um, do that, but first we we got to hear him. Let's let's start with my deceased wife. She died uh, September seventeenth of twenty ten of Lou Gehrig's disease. Oh, I'm sorry. And um, she died twenty four days from her thirtieth anniversary. So we were really lifers, but I had no idea how short that was going to be cut. Um, but during her year in the nursing home, uh, as a result of Lou Gehrig's. Uh, her one wish was that just one person on earth would come to know Jesus as a result of her suffering. What a great testimony that woman was to, you know, anybody who came in contact with her. Even though, you know, Lou Gehrig takes away your ability to move and your ability to speak and those kinds of things, but that was really her, her goal of going through all that. So bless her heart, she knows Jesus personally now. But through that, um, there's a men's group in Louisville who's no doubt virtually unknown, except for people like me, who every Sunday, every single Sunday, goes up to the eighth floor of uh, UofL Hospital and does worship with these patients. Uh, you know, prays with them, sings with them, whatever. What a great group of guys. There's about six or seven or eight of them. But every Sunday, you can mark your calendar. They go up there and do that. It's fabulous. Wow, Steve, that um, is an amazing. We've got to go to a break. I do. I want. I got a couple more questions for you. Can you hang on through the break for me? Sure. I'm a cell phone, so as long as those airlines last. Sure. <laughs> we got battery. Okay. All right. All right. We got a lot more Christian Car Guy. Oh my soul! Do we have Christian Car Guy coming at you? Stay tuned. We have more testimonies. We're going to hear about my hero, the car business. A whole lot more coming up. Stay tuned. talking about on the Christian Car Guys show. We would love to hear from you like we're hearing from Dave right the second. 866-348-7884 is the number to call in. 
three, four, truth. We're talking about heroes, and a lot of the heroes we're talking about are those who entered our contest, the Share Your Heavenly Heritage contest, where they shaved, shared, <laughs> they shaved, and they shared our, their testimonies in a in an order to both hopefully pass that on to the next generation, as we've talked about in the Bible here on the last few Christian Car Guy shows, but also to win these drawings that we're going to have a little bit later today for Energized Day Retreat for somebody's pastor and also $1,000 in vouchers to the Holy Land through Pilgrim Tours. You can find out all about all that at ChristianCarGuy.com, as well as the Jesus' Labor Love, free car repair labor for single moms and widows across the country. You can read the article I wrote on my automotive hero that we're going to talk about here in a minute. And what's really cool, I got to tell you, is these testimonies. I've selected several for your reading. I think there's five or six of them up there. If you can read those things and not see the glory of God, I'm just telling you, these people are amazing. You even got an amazing one in this morning. I got to read to you. That's coming up in a minute. But when we left our hero, Dave, uh, he was talking about his hero, actually, his, his deceased wife. And Dave, I know every listener who heard the first segment is wondering the same thing I'm wondering. Your wife's final wish was that somebody would come to Christ as a result of of the suffering that she went through with this Lou Gehrig's disease. Did you see that take place? I did not. So I don't know that they did or that they didn't. I know that, you know, I've done everything I possibly can to try to make that happen. So you still, to this day, you go to that floor of the hospital, along with a group of men, and you share with the patients up there. No, actually, I don't partake of that because that's their group doing that. Oh, okay. I've got other things going for me. But but funny enough, uh, speaking of that group, when it was in the final throws, I went to them because she had switched the nursing homes, actually, and I asked them if they would come and do one more with her. And bless their hearts, they did. Uh, but through that, I got to know the one guy, and they've been doing that since 62. What wow. a great testimony to those fellows. Those guys are heroes. And guess what, Dave? We got a lot of listeners out there who can join you in prayer that as a result of what your wife went through, that people will come to know Christ. That'd be fabulous. And I would encourage you to go to ChristianCarGuy.com and write it out. And and so we can get on the website. A lot of people would hear your wife's testimony. But if we could all be praying, what was your wife's, your, your wife's name, Dave? Actually, sir, I'm, uh, I'm writing a book about it. Awesome. Oh, well, there you uh, go. Uh, my wife's name was one of the, funny enough, one of the things that drew me to her was, I'll, I will spell this for you, it's V-A-L-R-E-E. Valerie. Yeah, Valerie. <laughs> that not, is the cool. normal, not the normal name, lady. That is awesome. Well, thank you, Dave. We appreciate you sharing so much this morning. God bless you. All right. And I love your show. Thank you. And guess what? We would love to hear your hero. Who was that in your life? 866-348-7884 is the number to call in. 866-34-TRUTH. Now, I do want to share a, an interesting thing. Mike, you're still with me down there in San Antonio. We haven't got you. What, what did you think about that? Wasn't that a... Uh, I am also all, always blown away by my listeners and these amazing, amazing testimonies that they have. Yes, I, I was particularly uh, drawn to the fact of this men's group that goes and 
worships with and prays with people in the hospital. I've never heard of a group like that locally, and I'm going to research it and find out if we've got one in San Antonio that I might participate with. What an unbelievable ministry. I had a friend who lost his son to cancer, and like he was comforted through that. So he went and became a volunteer at the hospital himself for, I think, like 20 years that he ministered to people who were losing children. And that was his specific ministry after God had comforted him. He went specifically to families that lost children and, and helped them through that grieving process. It was, it was amazing to see in so many different ways how God blesses us so we can bless others. Well, speaking of that, <laughs> many of you who know me well know that I am a, a lymphoma survivor. And uh, we had one of those situations, you, you may have had it, where you went to the grocery store, your wife told you to get such and such and so and so, and you arrive home and you forgot the main thing, which in this particular situation two nights ago was cat food. Robbie, you didn't get the cat food. The cats are out of food. You got to go back to the store. Well, I was aggravated. You can imagine. <laughs> but God had a divine appoint for, appointment for me at the grocery store. When I got there, there was a gentleman, he was standing there looking at me. And I could tell that he looked like he recognized me. And I kind of recognized him. And I said, do I know you? And he said, oh, yeah, you sold me two cars. You know, I still have them both. And, and he's, he said, I know you're on the radio now. And I know you do that. He said, have you got a minute? And you can imagine, Mike, as soon as he said, do you have a minute? I knew something was coming. And what was coming was this, um, which I had him write it out and send it to me. It says, I grew up in Winston-Salem. Here's one of these testimonies, but this is what we're talking about. It doesn't necessarily have to be your conversion. Listen to this testimony. I grew up in Winston-Salem. I've been a Christian most of my adult life. I've listened to other people talk about miracles and believed what they said, but still in the back of your mind, you have a little doubt. Well, I can actually say I'm living proof of a miracle. As I was keeping my granddaughter, I thought she was wearing me out a it had been about 35 years since I'd changed any diapers, <laughs> which, by the way, if you ever look at the word diaper, if you spell it backwards, it does say repaid. <laughs> Just thought I'd share that, Mike. And all the other things were keeping this three-month-old baby girl. He was, she was, he was getting tired, and I was trying to lose some weight, so I'd placed, I'd marked off a place where I could stroll her at the same time, you know get in that exercise. Well, I thought I was working to lose weight. And later on a trip to the hospital, I found out I had cancer and I had to take chemo treatments and radiation. Along with all that, I had a stroke. Have you ever had that God had a plan for his time and that was not in our time? In other words, he was saying that this, that God had a plan for him in his time. Well, this is true. The real story starts here. My wife, a nurse at Winston-Salem Healthcare, asked to take over the chemo area at work. This was a long time before I was told that I had cancer. So guess who was ready for her, for her husband when he came? Anyway, I was able to take my chemo treatments where she works, and that was a blessing in itself. When I was taking my chemo treatments, I started having blurred vision, and my cancer doctor sent me to the eye doctor. Everything checked out okay. So my doctor ordered a brain scan, and it showed I'd had a stroke. My doctor said having cancer had saved my life. That had a blockage in my neck of 99%. We haven't gotten to the miracle, folks. We're going to get to that. When we come back, we're going to hear more stories, but we would love to hear from you. Who is your hero? You call us and you share 866-34-TRUTH. We're going to talk about our automotive hero in a minute. 866-348-7884. Oh, and we got the winners. We're going to be announcing those guys, too. So stay tuned. We got a lot coming up.
Who is your hero this morning? Who's your automotive hero or just any hero? We would love to hear from you. You call us 866-348-7884 is the number to call us in with your hero. 866-348-7884. You're listening to the Christian Car Guys show with your host, Robbie Dillmore, and my good friend, Mike Westwood. He's our Christian oil guy down in San Antonio. Today, we're talking about our Share the Heavenly Heritage Contest that we got the drawings coming up here just momentarily, and you're going to be excited about hearing those, these people who have written in with their testimonies. By the way, we have drawings that are going on today, again, August 15th or thereabouts, and then at the end of August, so you got plenty of time to write out your testimony, get entered yourself. The bigger prizes, obviously, are coming up at, at the end of the contest, but we are giving away Energized Day Retreat for one lucky contester's contestant's past pastor. <laughs> To energize him as well as $1,000 in vouchers to go to the Holy Land for two for someone. And those drawings are coming up just in a moment. But we would certainly love to hear about your hero. When we left our hero, who I'd met in the grocery store, we were talking about that he had gone through this cancer and stroke experience and was talking about it with me at the grocery store. And he was kind enough to enter the contest, actually, and send in his testimony. And I was in the middle of reading it just found out that he'd had a stroke. And because of the chemo and all that, then they realized that that had happened and were able to care for his stroke immediately rather than, you know, what may have happened had he not had the cancer. As he continues, while I was taking chemo, I wasn't sleeping at all, and I was in lots of pain. He actually had lymphoma, I'm telling you that on the side, and he had it in his, in his liver, so it was very, very painful. After a while, I said, to God, if this is the way it's going to be, I'm ready to go home to heaven. So one night I asked God if he could just take the pain away so I could get some sleep. Well, about 15 minutes later, the pain was gone. The next night was the same thing, the pain all over again. So I asked God again to take away the pain, and he did. From then on, the pain was at a minimum. God does answer prayers. I can answer that question. And here's the cool part, the part that just blows me away. And I promise God that every chance, this is, this is my friend speaking, and I promise God that every chance I got, I would tell people what he had done for me. I was given a second chance in life, and I plan to take advantage of it. I really look at life as a day-by-day thing, every day being a great day that God has made for us. And I thought, how cool is that? Larry, not only are you going to get a chance to share it with me, but I get to share it with all our listeners today what God has done for you. How cool is that? We would love to hear about your hero. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. We got some more testimonies coming up. We certainly have uh, the drawing coming up. But, Mike, I've got my automotive hero. Did you read the article I posted at ChristianCarGuy.com today? <laughs> well, actually, I couldn't get it to come up today. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I, all I've got is the testimonies. That's all well, I could get. The testimonies are awesome. Well, I posted this article today on one of my automotive heroes, and you might be surprised, maybe you're not. As I said in the article, it's no surprise probably to anyone, anyone that Henry Ford would be among my heroes. What might surprise you is why. Why is Henry Ford my hero? No, it's not because he invented the assembly line or brought the American automobile automobile manufacturers to the world of prominence. I literally actually hate his anti-Semitic views, as any Christian should. I disagree with many of his politics, 
as well as what he did with his money. And I can find all sorts of faults in his lifestyle. But what makes Henry Ford one of my heroes was his passion. A passion strong enough to quit two car companies he helped get off the ground because they wouldn't buy into his dream. One of which started out as the Henry Ford Company. I don't know if you knew this. this is quite a bit of trivia. You could stump a lot of people with this. The Henry Ford Company that later became known as Cadillac <laughs> when he left. So it's sort of ironic if you know what Henry's passion is that he was the founder originally of Cadillac. But anyway, Henry was uncompromising on his passion. It really wasn't about success financially. It was about bringing about Henry's dream. What was this passion that, in my view, changed the world for the better? Well, Henry simply wanted to build a high-quality car that was inexpensive enough that his workers could buy it without going into debt for seven years, by the way. <laughs> Simple, yes, but oh, what this uncompromising passion did for the world as we know it. And it was no easy task. God took Henry through many years of frustration to get to a place where he could see his passion through. You may have heard that it took Einstein 3,000 wrong theories to get the right formula for the electric light bulb. Well, Henry, born in 1863, actually went to work for Edison in 1891, and he became his chief engineer in 1893. At that point in time, Henry was only 30. He used the extra money to work on gasoline engines and experiment on the idea of a motor car. No doubt his association with Edison gave him the encouragement to keep on his passion. I might point out that Edison's workshop today is in, Henry, in the Henry Ford Museum at Greenfield Village. Greenfield Village is where Henry grew up. Well, for those of us old-timers out there, Henry could encourage us because it wasn't until 1843, I mean, excuse me, it wasn't until Henry was 43 years old in 1908 that things began to fall into place for his dream. The new Ford Motor Company started in 1903, launched the Model T in 1908 at an astonishing, are you ready for this, $825. But that wasn't good enough for Henry. Unlike many businessmen of today, he continued to drop the price. <laughs> That's right. It started out at 825 but he continued to drop the price every year. Henry's passion drove him to look for every way of cutting costs. The assembly line, which everybody credits for everything in the world, was really just a result of his passion to drop the price of his car. The, pa the passion actually drove him to ask his suppliers to ship parts in specifically sized wooden crates. So he could use the crates. Now, after he got the parts out, he took the crates and turned them in the floorboards of his Model T, and guess what? His suppliers had pre-cut them. <laughs> I mean, how cool is that? That's using the old genius. But the genius was driven by a passion, you see. When Henry saw his dream of building a car his workers could afford to buy coming closer, he basically slam-dunked it in 1914 by doing two things really, really amazing that changed the world. One thing is he dropped the price of the car now to $360. That's right. Those Model Ts in 1914 dropped to $340. He didn't drop the price just a little bit. He dropped it a bunch. And then he did the other thing that changed the world. He increased his workers' wages to an unheard of $5 a day, which seems ridiculous. But nonetheless, when you put it in that time, listen to kind of what that says. You see, that meant that a worker could buy a car for 72 days of wage. When you compare that to an average American wage today of about $133, 
and an average American car at $30,478. It takes 229 days today to buy a car. You can talk about whatever you want to talk about, all the different pricing situations, but that's the truth. And even the least expensive American car today, the Ford Focus at $16,552, it would take an average American 124 days to buy that car. Now, you might want to say, what, Robbie, why are you telling us all this? Well, there's some important things we need to learn. I think we need to learn as Christians. See, if, if we'd only stayed on Henry's trend, it would have put the whole world, China, India, and all the countries. Now, what Henry did put all America to work. It really, really did. But if we'd stayed on that course, we could have put the whole world to work building cars for everyone. What if the average worker in India or China could buy a car? Do we have any clue how many people we could put to work? If the goal of a corporation is to make a big profit, they kind of lose sight of Henry's passion. If you wonder what happened to American dominance in automotive manufacturing, well, it's all too simple. We lost Henry's passion to build cars that everyone could afford to own. Not just Americans, but everyone. The pathology is all too obvious to any car salesman today. Just to ask anybody you know in the car business, ask anybody you know, how many customers they see that owe way more on their car than it's worth, you better be ready because what they tell you will scare you. So the question is, what can we as Christians do about this situation? Well, number one, we can pray. What would God have you do? Right? What would God have you do? Number two, you can stay out of car debt yourself. It's a big, huge part of the problem. You can stay out of all kinds of debt yourself, but car debt is ridiculous because cars last as long as you do. Number three, spread the word. You now know the Henry Ford story. I just explained it, and I'm telling you, if we could spread the word, who knows, you might be talking to the next Henry Ford. You could be the one that inspired him to build stuff inexpensive enough that people could use it and buy it without going to debt. And number four, of course, the biggest, here it is, the biggest thing of all, and why I would have no clue of all this information. I really wouldn't. I knew it all in my brain, but until I became a Christian, I couldn't have ever sorted it out because you can't see it. But see, you have to share the gospel. You see, it's the only solution for greed. See, greed drove the American manufacturers to continue to raise prices, build vehicles that people couldn't afford. All that happened. People bought them out of greed. All these problems. What's the solution? The gospel. Because once people understand the truth and what we're supposed to do for our neighbor, you see, <laughs> that's how it works. We could put the whole world to work building cars if we just had the passion and the vision of, of Henry Ford. And Mike, I guess I was on my soapbox a little long, but that's, that's who my automotive. Now, I don't agree with a lot of what he did, but I loved his passion. I've got a stump the question, stump <laughs> question for you. Okay. What was The Detroit Motor Car Company, I think it was. Well, the one I'm thinking of is Ford Charcoal, which is Kingsford Charcoal today. Oh, he started. He, oh, yeah. He did a lot of other. Because he, <laughs> he didn't want to waste anything. So he, he made. to waste anything. So what did he do? With, he, he burned the rest of the wood that he didn't use for the floorboards and made charcoal? Charcoal, right. And, and the Kingsford name came from his cousin who helped broker the land that uh, the charcoal company was built on. And uh, so it became Kingsford Charcoal because his cousin eventually bought him out. <laughs> Kings Ford. I did not know. There you go. That would have, that stumped me. 
and it was a, a, an interesting piece of wisdom. But he was a he was a phenomenal person when it came to that part of his his character. And if you ever get a chance to go to the museum in Greenfield Village, it's beautiful. I've been there twice. It's wonderful. Well, Mike, because we lived in Michigan when my father worked for Buick, guess what? We used to go down there. <laughs> and so I got all this. That's, that's what I said. I, I had a lot of this knowledge that was steeped into me because when you go to school in Grand Blanc, Michigan, guess what they teach in history? They teach about William Durant and Henry Ford and the founders of General Motors and all that stuff. I mean, that's history 101 if you're growing up in Michigan. So I had this information, but I never really put it all together until the automotive crisis. And a lot of people came to me and said, Robbie, what happened? And when I really started to look at it, it became quite obvious to me what had happened and what the solutions were. That if we could build inexpensive automobiles, if we could build them inexpensive enough that the Chinese people, the Indian people could afford them, we could put so many Americans to work. There would be no crisis. There would be no... <laughs> and, and all the government stuff in the world doesn't fix the real issues that, that get at the human heart that's our problem. You see what I'm saying? Amen. So, along those lines, we have some more testimonies. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go on and announce that the winner of the Energized Day Retreat, the number two prize that we are drawing for today on the Share Your Heavenly Heritage Contest, is Charles Hutchins. And Charles shared a testimony that I really hope will encourage a lot of you folks who came to Christ at a very early age. It's a truly an amazing testimony. And I wonder if we really give credit to the young people that came to Christ, you know, without some, you know, big, huge experience, but this is still a huge experience. It's still a gigantic testimony. It says, when I was a child, my parents seldom went to church, but when I was 14, I asked my parents if I could ride my, this is interesting. He was 14 and he asked his parents if he could ride his bike to church. And they said he could. On that Sunday, I accepted Christ as my personal Savior and was baptized, but unfortunately, I didn't have anyone to disciple me to grow up and help me grow up spiritually, so I strayed from the Lord. Now, Mike, wouldn't you agree in Charles's testimony that it's how many 14-year-old boys would ask their parents if they could go to church and then, oh, right. by the way, ride their bicycle by themselves? That's the thing that struck me when when I got to this, he was only 14, and he was asking his parents. And thinking back at 14, sometimes I thought it was a chore to have to go to church. I guarantee you know? it. And here uh, he was. His parents didn't go to church, but he asked his parents if he could ride his bike to church. And that Sunday, the Lord touched his heart. It's a fascinating thing. It says, shortly after we were married in 1964, my wife and I joined Calvary Baptist Church, where I began growing spiritually. All right, we're going to hear the rest of this testimony. We're going to hear who the big winner is in the drawing of the Share Your Heavenly Heritage Contest. And we might hear who your hero is. If you call us, please, 866-348-7884. we got a lot more Christian Car Guy Show coming at you.
God is my hero. I know he's yours. You're listening to the Christian Car Guys show. We're excited because we are drawing in the Share Your Heavenly Heritage contest. We've been talking about that all morning. You want to know more about it? Go to ChristianCarGuy.com and enter your testimony for a chance to win these prizes. If you enter your grandparents or your parents, you get more entries into the drawing and more chances to win all the details there at Christian carguy.com as well as all these testimonies that we've shared this morning and many more that will really really i'm telling you just so encourage you so those testimonies are there at christiancarguy.com please please enter yours when we we had we had announced our first winner charles hutchins we are about halfway through his testimony and carrying on he says for many years i served in various areas within the church but i always had a heart for special ministries class Although when I asked to serve, I although when asked to serve, I always declined. A few years ago, I stopped by the class on Sunday morning to see if they needed help, and they said they had been praying for help for a year. I began serving in the class the following Sunday and have been serving there ever since. I love these students, and working with them has been a tremendous blessing. Although I have several health issues, two heart attacks, two bypasses, diabetes, and aggressive prostate cancer, which is currently in remission, the cancer was the hardest for me to accept. Finally, one day I told the Lord I couldn't handle it anymore, and I turned it over to him. Since that time, I've been at a real peace and know that whatever happens, God is in control. Although life hasn't been easy, the Lord has blessed our family and me beyond measure, and I owe everything to him and give him all the glory. And now his pastor, because he was the winner of the Energized Day Retreat, Charles's pastor is going to have a chance to go on an amazing adventure with Andy Bowersox and the folks at Energize Ministries, and you could help your pastor. We still have one more drawing for an Energize retreat. You just go to christiancarguy.com and enter your testimony. Mike, that's an amazing story of Charles's, isn't it? It is truly, <clears throat> pardon me, it is truly an amazing story, and, and to go through the hardships that he's going through and the issues with his health makes the issue with my health seem so minimal. And and it just it constantly reminds us that we never retire from the Lord's work. That's right. Once inscripted while the war's going on, you're still involved. So we gotta announce the the big winner today. Interestingly, and you're gonna think I we had the, the big winner today is Melinda Willis, which was the testimony you heard earlier in the show of this Crimson Waterfall. Now, we had made the drawing this morning not knowing, but we had recorded the testimony earlier in the week. Uh, and so it was just like, oh, man, people are going to think I set this up. I didn't. It was just the way the drawing went. And so she is the winner of the Pilgrim Tours $1,000 worth of vouchers for her trip to the Holy Land for two. There's $500 for each person, $1,000 on a trip to the Holy Land, courtesy of Pilgrim Tours, which we certainly want to thank them. We got another drawing coming up in two weeks, and this will be for the Dangerous Heart or Good Heart weekend retreats that we're doing, as well as some more Pilgrim Tours vouchers, and that's coming up in two weeks. So you got plenty of time. Go to ChristianCarGuy.com and share your heavenly heritage. That's what we got to do, don't we, Mike? You betcha. And what a joy it's been to have you on with me, my friend. And you, you, you saved my bacon yesterday. The whole idea of having heroes be the theme of this show, I credit that to Mike. 
my good friend out there in San Antonio, our Christian oil guy. I've never done a show with you, Mike, where you didn't talk about oil one time. So you got to be slick for one second anyway. Tell us something. This was far more important than any oil or any material thing in this world. Change it. That's what you should tell them. Every 3,000. <laughs> or if you got AMS oil, you know, 12 or 20, as the case may be. Well, we want to thank you all for listening to the Christian Car Guys show. As you can tell, it's the listeners that blessed us out of our minds today with these fabulous testimonies. Please be somebody's hero. Maybe they'll be four generations down by you sharing your testimony. If you don't do it at the contest, please just write it down and share it with your family. So you got so much that you can do. So we want to thank you for listening to the Christian Car Guy Show. My new producer, I've got a whole team in here, Andy and Alex. How cool is that? And my engineer, Mandel Owens and Stu Epperson, who had the vision to air this show originally, I guess about seven years ago now. And remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went, got it all done in 33 years. And how about it? Share your heavenly heritage. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com.